0: I still have not ever eaten out a partner while driving. I don't really know. I don't really. I'm I'm not sure the logistics of how that works. Um, I don't think that's possible. I heard it mentioned once in passing, and I was like, "Shit, I don't even think." Or maybe in like a huge, like camper or a bus. I don't know how logistically like. I think that'd be really tough.
1: No, you just be under the seat.
0: And, and my breaks. feet would be
1: over you. And the brakes. <laughs> you use your hand to brake, motherfucker. <laughs> Tell you when to brake.
0: Fuck. Squeeze, break. squeeze once, break. gas. Squeeze twice,
1: brake. With my legs yeah. on your head. Uh, but no, nice. um,
0: yeah, I, I, I don't, think that's possible. We'll do it. Um, we will not. We not will do it. are fucking doing that shit. We will
1: do it and report back, <laughs> sugar possums. Oh shit. And if then, I could pinky promise like, you, I would.
0: No, you would not.
1: He's like, what? I'm you're going to do it now? And then
0: next week, it'll be like, <laughs> you'll get a little fucking update and be like, hey guys, no episode this week. We're in the fucking hospital because we got to relax.
1: Aw, don't be so pessimistic. We'll make it happen.
0: Uh, but,
1: uh. We're Ellie and Andrew, boy. <laughs> oh my God, she's such a slut, but Ellie Ray, all she does is talk about sex. <laughs> Let's get started with preparation for pleasuring a vulva or pussy. Before we get started, have you checked out last week's episode? Because if we're going to talk about prerequisites, last week, last week I talked about anatomy, and you got to go check it out. You got to get those foundations down before you can listen to this episode. So, stop. Go listen to it if you have not. If you have, congratulations. You have graduated on. And let's get started. First and foremost, all of these episodes that I talk about giving pleasure, the first thing I always am going to say, this is not going to stop, you're going to listen to me say it over and over and over again, is it comes down to communication and talking to each other. You cannot pleasure each other to your full extent the best you can without communication. And this doesn't have to be verbal communication always. It can also be nonverbal communication. But you have to be able to communicate in order to have that pleasure transfer from yourself to another person and vice versa. So communication. Here is my little lecture for communication when it comes to pleasuring vulvas or pleasuring pussies. Again, not sure what you prefer. All right. This is going to have two parts the first part is for women okay in order to communicate with a partner who's trying to give you pleasure it's really important to build your confidence and to learn your own pleasure how you pleasure yourself first and we all know this at this point in the podcast it's really important that you understand yourself and you know yourself and you pleasure yourself regularly and you know your own pleasure you map it out but basically a It's hot to look at yourself, okay? It can be a huge turn on. When I am watching my pussy as I pleasure it, like, it's super hot and I enjoy that. And it turns me on even more and then I come even harder. So it doesn't even have to be for educational purposes. Sometimes it can just really highlight the experience and really build upon the experience. It can be extraordinarily sexy to look at yourself and to watch yourself. So that's fun. B You get to see what your partner is working with. You get to see what they see. You get to feel what they feel when you pleasure yourself. You get to know what their experience is a little bit better if masturbating in front of a mirror and you're watching yourself. That's insane. Like You get an entire another perspective and you get to learn from that perspective and see this is a good opportunity to practice describing your actions or using different words to describe what you're doing or what you like or kind of feel what's what feels more natural for you to say which words feel more comfortable for you because if you're trying to learn how to dirty talk and you're leaping to things that you would never feel comfortable saying and you're just just diving head first those things are not going to feel natural they're not going to feel comfortable and they're not going to sound comfortable to a partner so this is a good opportunity to have some alone time to have some self-care time kind of figure out which words you enjoy using. Which words feel the most comfortable. While describing and while kind of walking through the experience. Watch. Practice. It's a beautiful thing. And it's a fun thing. And it's a pleasurable thing. I mean, what is better homework than literally orgasms? I mean, come on. It's amazing. (laughs) It's amazing, okay? So yes, there's multiple reasons why... Masturbating in front of a mirror or to a camera, and then watching afterwards, why that can be beneficial and feel really good and be really fun, and you can learn more about yourself. And as to the practicing words things go, I think that can be so helpful in so many different ways. You learn more about yourself, you practice, and you understand yourself better. I mean, sometimes saying pussy is hard, sometimes saying cock is hard, sometimes the more detailed you are the more uncomfortable you are and the, th- the beautiful thing about that is if this is just time with yourself where you're experimenting with these things maybe you find you say a word that you think is going to be really uncomfortable and it cracks you up and you end up laughing about it and that laughter makes it not so scary and you realize hey maybe this isn't so bad or you realize yep there's absolutely no way I could say this with a partner and that is a good thing. No matter the outcome, that's a good thing. Alright, enough enough for women. This episode is about your pleasure, so I'm not going to dive too deeply into like what you have to do, right? Own your pleasure, understand your pleasure, and then enjoy when somebody else is giving it to you, right? Okay, men, it's your turn for the communication lecture, alright? I have three things for you. Compliments, encouragement, And questions, all right. Complimenting a woman, a woman's body, her body parts, genuinely, it goes so fucking far. It's fucking huge. Okay, it's gonna make her more comfortable, it's gonna turn her on. What is better than that? What is better than you about to give a woman pleasure, giving her pleasure, making her feel and experience even more? By being honest about how excited and how you are to be with somebody so beautiful, what is better than getting to tell someone, oh my god, these nipples are the most beautiful things I've ever seen? Oh my god, I love your pussy. Oh my god, it's perfect. Oh my god, I love the color. Oh my god, it smells so fucking good. You taste amazing. Like, those are beautiful, amazing things that you can tell someone to make them more comfortable with you to make them maybe even believe that you want to be there and want to be doing that even more because believe it or not there's this thing in the back of a lot of women's mind including including mine sometimes that nobody wants to be doing that nobody wants to be putting their mouth on my pussy because It's been a narrative for a very long time that it's gross or there's something wrong with it or it's bad. I mean, come on, with all of the different things it's called and all of the different names people give it and all the ways people talk about it when it's not perfect or maybe the hormones are making it smell a little weird for a a minute. Like literally, these things change. It goes through changes and just because it's different one day and different the next... But you get my point? Like calling it beef flaps does not make me feel like anybody is going to want to go down on me ever. So there is this thing there and it's okay to understand that there can be these things there. Even in a healthy person who's working on reforming these narratives in their mind. There can still be some things lingering. And so compliments, compliments can barge through that and help them be more comfortable with you, believe that you're happy to be there and want to be there and excited to be there. Number two, encouragement. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, uh, encouragement is awesome. So what I mean by encouragement is, are you moaning in pleasure while going down on her? Because (laughs) that's encouraging. It's really encouraging for the receiver of the pleasure to know that their partner is getting something out of it too and they can just really be in the moment and embrace the moment. So moans, saying how much you're loving it, expressing it in your body language, that is the kind of encouragement and kind of enthusiasm I am looking for in somebody who's giving me butter, right? That is what I want to see and that's going to encourage me to just experience and just embrace and just be more excited in the moment and let go that helps me let go also on the note of encouragement so yes it is in the sense that it's your excitement and your enthusiasm it's also in giving her that kind of permission right like I want to see your pleasure you can do it by saying those words like I'm excited to see your pleasure I want to see your pleasure I want to see you just enjoy yourself I'm doing this for you just Relax, just let go. You can say these words. These words are hot. They're a turn on. They're they're deepening the moment. They're all great. Say that. Say them. Say them. Use your words, and use your body language, and be excited. All of these things are again adding to her confidence, helping her let go, making her more comfortable. All of the things that mix together in this pot of beautiful, yummy pleasure that lead also don't pressure pressure the orgasm but like that's huge but like we'll get to that more later okay never pressure an orgasm ever because I was gonna do the exact opposite right number three what was number three <gasps> number three with questions all right questions are great okay what kind of questions are we are we asking show me where and when I say show me where this can be done verbally so like tell me where to go, show me where to go. Or you can have her guide your hand or guide your head or like kind of shift you to one side or shift you to the other side or press you harder down for more pressure, all of these different things. So for somebody who words is really difficult, words can be really difficult and hard. It can be easier for them to like actually physically guide you with their hands, guide you with pressure, guide you with location. All of these things can be shown, right, through body language and through, like, actual guidance, which is an amazing thing in questions. Questions will get you there, and they can help bring these type of things on. All right, that is my lecture for communication, and it is so important with these things, and it's important with men receiving pleasure. It's important with women receiving pleasure. It's just important all around, and it has to be talked about because if you're not having this element, Your sex could be better and we want to be having the best sex of our lives, right? So we want to be communicating because that's going to get us to the best sex of our life. Next, this is very and very and very important. If you are pleasuring a vulva, please, please, please be clean, all right? Wash your hands, wash under your nails, trim your nails file your nails get a goddamn manicure I don't care but your hands need to be clean your fingers need to be clean under your nails need to be clean you shouldn't be having super long nails for this ow fucking ow don't don't go there my (laughs) pussy goes through enough trauma I don't need your nails cutting it up too so trim your nails file your nails I mean, when I first started dating Andrew, you guys, he would send me pictures after he cuts his nails and he's like, file them down with a little grinny face. And that, it was hot. It was super hot. So be clean and be prepared for these things. Just always, always have your nails be trimmed and filed down and clean, okay? Because you never know when it's going to hit. And you should always be having clean hands anyway, right? Like, nasty hands is just nasty in general but especially when you're touching pussy you they they have to be like freshly cleaned please 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 all right next is a very important thing don't start jabbing right away you don't go straight for genitals that's not necessary you're gonna want to like have a little foreplay warm her up a little bit this is a this is like always good advice okay for any sexual act it's really ideal to for both people to be like in the moment and in the mood and it's such a good time like it's fun and bonding and intimate to just enjoy each other's bodies so enjoy her body first and beautiful ways that you can like get her ready to receive pleasure is by kissing her and it doesn't have, just have to be making out, kiss her body, kiss her neck, kiss her everywhere, touch her everywhere, tease her, extend it along because the more turned on, the more excited she is, the better the pleasure is going to be received. And so like the more you can build up the tension and the anticipation and all of that kind of stuff it's going to be good. I mean, obviously we don't have four hours of time every single time you're going to give somebody pleasure, but Getting her ready is always good. And you can even do this before you're in person. So you can get her ready by talking about it throughout the day. By building anticipation throughout the day. Telling her how excited you are all day long. And being like, oh my god, I can't wait for dessert tonight. And by dessert, I mean your pussy. Uh Just (laughs) throw that stuff out there. You can start building anticipation whenever you want. One of my favorite techniques here, you're warming the body up, your hands are clean, there's anticipation, you're telling her how excited you are. My favorite way to start touching a pussy, to have my pussy be touched first. So it hasn't been touched yet, I'm super turned on, I'm anticipating, Like I'm getting really, really sensitive. Do I want like my glands, my clit, do I want it just touched right away? No. And most women don't. Okay. Whether or not you get there, whole different story. When you first go in, you probably don't want to go straight for that sweet spot. You, you, okay. It's very, it's very sensitive. There is, there's a lot going on. There are a lot of nerves. There's a lot going on. So, my favorite method is put your whole damn hand, like, on the pussy. Put the whole hand on the whole. Vulva, cup it and then apply pressure it's warm the pressure feels amazing and you can start kind of like warming your hand or like you know doing the worm with your hand or like applying pressure moving it side to side just slowly with your whole hand kind of just cupping it and this is a really good introduction to touch that's not going to shock that's not going to be causing like too intense of a sensation right away It's you're really going to work your way into it that is personally my favorite thing in the fucking world I love that like that is that turns me on so much like an entire just like pressure everywhere <gasps> mm, it feels amazing right that's a great method another method is f- use flat fingers and go Uh, like over over the clit but encompass like the whole like the labia and everything so kind of the whole hand method but like smaller so you just kind of use like three fingers and like use the flat part and kind of slowly like do it with pressure but like pressure is always going to change per person I love pressure so I don't really like super focused clit rubbing I like pressure and I like surrounding the clit so yeah you can use the three finger method or you can kind of like work your way in from a side. So start on the labia and then work your way towards the, the glands. So you work your way towards the clit. And this is going to be great because a lot of women, like their the, the spot that will actually get them to climax is right next to their clit right next to the sweet spot it's not actually directly on it and obviously this is going to be different for different women but the but the great thing about working your way in is you're going to be able to read body language and you're going to be able to see like what is working for her and communicate what it's working for her without being too intense too fast so even if this particular person does want direct clit stimulation working your way in is going to be a good idea anyway Boom, bitches. We've already covered the majority of what's important here. So let's talk about some techniques. Some things to try and if the communication really isn't there and you still are going at it, good good for you. Uh, some different various techniques to try. So try side-to-side action or up-and-down action or just keep it to circles. Read her body language. See how her hips are moving into the pattern that you're making And here's another thing is if she is building to a climax, if she's like actively working her butt off to come, don't switch it up. Continue with what you're doing. Do the exact same thing. Apply the same pressure. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep it like, you know, the same. Because that is what is working for her that is going to work to get her off. If you're not actively working to a climax, you can switch it up a little bit. If you're not worried about her coming, she's not actively like trying to come in that moment and she's just enjoying the pleasure, then you're pretty solid with switching things up. Just know that if she had started to build, a switch up could entirely fold that in. And so if the goal here is a fairly quick orgasm, you're going to want to find a pattern and find something that's working and stick with it if the goal here is prolonged pleasure and if an orgasm happens and it happens and that's amazing and beautiful and great then like you can have fun with it and explore and do whatever you fucking want I will say though if she starts building to an orgasm and she tells you don't stop don't fucking switch it up because when she does start to build for that and she is trying to come she needs you to stay and continue to do what you're doing and like don't don't switch it up But in the earlier stages, I think switching it up is actually pretty fun and you can like experience different things and see if something is going to feel even better. External stimulation is enough for me to orgasm. What I've just been talking about, that's enough for me to orgasm. But some women, they want more intensity, they want you to level up. So let's talk about internal stimulation and internal stimulation is great like I've, I've loved that I'm not saying I don't love that but like I can come without it for sure 99% of the time maybe sometimes I'm picky and I need, I need that internal but whatever okay so if you're gonna add internal simulation this is where lube becomes really necessary all right so lube is great for external stimulation too I didn't mention that earlier you definitely want it you definitely want lube it's not necessarily necessary external stimulation for me in fact it can kind of mess it up because i i definitely want your finger to stay in the same place so if lube is making like your finger slide around too much then that's going to throw it off and this is why everyone is different but not using lube can also cause like cuts and tears and it can be really bad and you can injure easily the labia right so be really careful and be really particular about having enough lube and using enough lube if you're going inside definitely grab some lube and lube up also though if you don't have lube spit works just make sure you're not going in dry because that's not going to feel good nobody likes that it's not great all right i do want to mention that going inside putting a finger in even if you don't move that finger or those fingers at all it can feel amazing just to have something inside so, and I want to mention this just because for me, so much of it is about pressure. So much about, so much about somebody being inside me is about feeling full. It doesn't always have to be moving. In fact, when a cock is inside me and I'm trying to come, I typically try to get them to stop thrusting. I like them inside of me. I love feeling full. I love those, my vaginal contractions around the cock, around the fingers, whatever it is, but I don't necessarily want active stimulation or active thrusting. And I want to say this because that is the case for different women. Some people like the thrusting, some people don't. Again, communication with your person who you're giving pleasure to is really important with this. Because for me, I just like the feeling of being full. I just like something being inside of me. I think that feels amazing the way it is. Now, if you are doing active stimulation, your palm should be facing up, assuming that she's on her back with her legs spread. you which you can do this so many different positions, but that's what we're gonna assume for now. Your palm should be facing up. Your finger only needs to be one to two inches inside. That's it, it doesn't need to be super deep. You should be making the come here motion. So kind of the come here motion and be stroking the top of the vaginal canal, right? The feeling of it is often described as spongy because it should be soft, maybe wrinkly, maybe some texture there. And that's what you're trying to stimulate. That's what you're looking for to stimulate. And that is what most people consider the G-spot. And it does exist. It does feel very good for, very, for a lot of women. However, in my personal opinion, it has been very much overhyped for a very long time. That is not the everything for me and for a lot of women. I don't even fucking, like, need that a lot of the time. I, I def- actually, like, never need that. But it can feel really amazing and really good, and some women actually definitely, positively do want that. So it's different. But if you're going inside and you are providing that stimulation inside, that's what you want to be doing, that's what you want to be aiming for. Have one finger doing that. Have your other hand playing with her titty, stroking her nipple, this is a skill for a reason. You have to be able to multitask for a reason. <laughs> but it's a absolutely gorgeous thing. Enjoy it. Take it slow if you need to. You should absolutely be enjoying it and be worshiping her. As you do it, that's Volvo worship. That's a beautiful thing. Absolutely incorporate it. But anyway, be doing all of these things at once. You are a god. Don't let anybody tell you differently really you should be patting yourself on the back for it in my opinion like yeah it's a skill it's something to be proud of it's something to feel really good about being able to do and that feeling really good about being able to do it should encourage you to do it more just saying that's just my two cents anyway I also want to mention with the talk of going inside um butt stuff anal adding in the anus because that can be a really amazing thing Here's the thing with touching booty holes, right? You don't always have to go inside. Actually, very rarely do you have to go inside. You can just rim, you can just like stroke the outer hole or whatever. That's all you have to do. It can be really pleasurable. There's a lot of nerve endings there. If you do want to go inside, Blue, 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 blue. It's really, 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 really important. Also, it's really, really, really important that you go slow and that you communicate. This kind of stuff. Always talk before doing butt stuff. That's what I tell people. I don't always ask Andrew before I go I go up his butt, but that's because we have an understanding. You have to have that understanding before you can just up the butt, okay? It's really, really important. And so yeah, lube, go slow, communicate. This should always be positive and a good thing. Don't do it if she's uncomfortable, if she's not sure. Don't do it if she's like kind of telling you no and not telling you no, that's a no. If you're not getting an enthusiastic yes, that's a no. But it can be really pleasurable. And if she doesn't want you to go up, but she's okay with you touching it, amazing. All right, all right. So now I mentioned how you should be multitasking once already I definitely want to stress that incorporating other parts of their body while pleasuring them can be very important. For example, for me, over 50% of the time I orgasm due to nipple stimulation more than genital stimulation. So the combination is ultimately what gets me off, but if my nipples are not being stimulated, it's going to take at least twice as long for me to have an orgasm as it would if my nipples are getting stimulated they are super sensitive and super integral in my pleasure everyone is going to have these quirks these weird things that they they like and so being in tune with somebody's body and providing all of the different stimulation that they need is really going to be key to being the best pleasure provider Some random tips for pleasuring vulvas, flicking your tongue, um, sucking lightly over the clit, on the clit. Sucking can really feel amazing. So the different feelings that people are going to like are going to be sucking, stroking, pressure, vibration. Um, And I'm probably missing a bunch, right? Those are common sensations that clits like. Alright you guys, so to finish off this episode, I actually made... Andrew, um, get on the microphone here, and he's gonna give you some advice from a guy to finish on the episode.
0: Yeah, so let's uh, let's get into it. Sounds like we've already got through a lot of really good info. I'm just gonna kind of talk about some of the things that, independently, I usually try and think of and am aware of as a guy.
1: Yeah, that male perspective. Also, you guys, he's touched a lot more pussy in his life than I have so eat up this delicious information.
0: I'm gonna go for to start off with is take things slowly so no matter what it is unless you have specifically established this needs to be like some quick shit. Go slow and going slow not only helps keep your partner comfortable but it also adds a bit of sensuality to it because it doesn't feel like you're in a rush it doesn't feel like you have any major objectives Um, and then then that's the second thing is try not to have too many expectations going into it the object or rather the objective should be to enjoy yourself and give your partner pleasure Um, and especially as a guy a lot of times the focus is just i want to come or i want to make you come But depending on your level of intimacy with your partner, or depending on what stage you guys are at, or even depending on what mood your partner is or whatever, that might not be the objective. The objective might just be to have some pleasure. So try not to have any major expectations. Go slow. The point is that we both want to enjoy ourselves, and it helps convey to your partner that you're not in a rush just to make them come, or you're not in a rush to... Do anything you're here to relax enjoy have a good time and make them the center of your universe and that's really what it's all about is to make your partner feel like they are the focus and that you were there to just worship them and their body uh, secondly I would say is talk about it beforehand if you can and if not that's okay too um, but ideally you would kind of talk about it first and kind of get a read on what your partner prefers do they like touch with the hands do they like oral stimulation do they have a toy that they use often that they think it would be hot for you to use on them imagine you know if the situation was reversed do you want me to use my mouth do you want me to use a toy do you want me to use a different part of my body you know like what can i do to make this the best for you um, and that will also help key you in on any sort of person unique things like oh yeah i can never come with my hands or I can never, you know, whatever it is. And you're not really necessarily here to break any records, you know, like do what they like and help help them enjoy it, you know, and then stay clean, keep your hands clean, take a shower, be smelling nice, and then cut your nails if you're going to be using your hands as part of this pleasure giving process. And also keep in mind that when you cut your nails, they actually get more abrasive so if they're freshly cut it sounds like a lot of work but honestly uh freshly cut your nails and then file them just a little bit that way when you run them across your arm it doesn't feel like you're scratching a lot um and then that's going to help minimize abrasion and you'll actually notice a difference if you just cut your nails and you don't file them your partner is going to be like oof and and you'll be like ah fuck you know lately now that we kind of have been experimenting, I usually start with the hand cupping method, almost like caressing it slowly with the entire area of my palm because that amount of pressure and the warmth kind of helps warm things up instead of just going straight with one finger to the clit.
1: Yeah, that's not jab. <laughs> yeah,
0: And it, it kind of, you know, it, it leads you into the whole process. Um, and then if you're going down on your partner orally, do the same thing, you know? Um, don't point your tongue and go straight for the quit. Kind of like work your way around, explore the area. Use a flat tongue, uh, which sounds kind of weird, but there's a difference between a flat tongue and a hard pointy tongue. And use your flat tongue technique to, again, just kind of work your way into it, warm it up. That way it's not such a shock and explosion of color in your partner's head, right? And then a lot of girls have trouble saying, I like this or I don't like this. If that is the case with your partner, that's okay. There are a ton of other clues and tells and information that your partner is conveying to you that aren't specifically, please do this more, continue, right? But look at your partner, be in tune to them. This is about them, right? Um, And while you're getting, you might be getting a lot of pleasure from this as well. The focus is that they enjoy it. So listen to their breathing, listen to their body tensing listen to whatever the sounds they're making Um, if they start to like tense up very quickly or jerk relax ask hey is that okay what's going on Um, do you not like that and then you know just kind of uh, be in tune to your partner's needs and desires and make it a point to not just be like, yeah, you like that, because that's common vernacular during sex. And she might be already programmed to say, yeah, I like that, but she might not even like that, right? So try not to give a question that she's already primed to say, right? Yeah, you like that? Yeah, I like that. Well, maybe not, right? So instead, maybe say something like, do you want me to continue doing that? Or do you want more of that? It's that way she isn't like having that knee jerk of yeah it's great when really she's like god i wish you would just do this or whatever and then finally whether it's with your tongue or your hands or a toy as she starts to get closer to her climax if you start noticing her getting closer just keep doing what you're doing chances are that what you're doing is what's got her that close right so now isn't the time to get fancy or speed up or slow down now is just the time to just keep what you're doing steady, because we come based off of consistency, not based off of variety. If you're going down on your partner and you notice that she likes maybe a lapping motion with your tongue instead of the circle or whatever, stick with it. And if she, as she, you know as things get hotter and more sexually charged and she's getting closer, don't just you know branch off and do your own thing. And be like, I wonder if she's gonna like this unless you've talked about experimenting before because it might ruin her orgasm and that's a frustrating place to be especially as a woman because with a guy you're probably going to stay hard and you're probably going to be like "Ooh, don't do that I like this better and you're, you're able to jump in but you'll notice for most partners that you have that are vulva owners it takes time to kind of get back in that headspace and you might have just ruined something and now it might be harder to get back into that headspace and it's better just Stick with it. Maintain that consistency. And the worst case scenario is after she climaxes, if she does, then you can be like, hey, I noticed that, you know, XYZ happened. Do you want me to continue to do that? Or in the future, do you want me to just pause and be like, hey, do you want me to pause? You know, just talk to your partner.
1: How do you feel about the alphabet?
0: I haven't had a lot of amazing success with that just because a lot of the motion is wasted. Um, So, for example, like, Imagine the surface area of, you know, kind of your target, unless you're drawing really small letters. It's not great. And the primary reason why I dislike it is I use pleasuring my partner as a way to relax and escape and get in the zone of giving, right? And if I'm doing something that's sequential, like alphabet, counting numbers, whatever, I'm not focusing on my partner. Instead, I'm worried about fucking crossing a T and drawing an H and shit. And it's like, it ruins it for me. Mm -hmm. So instead, typically what I like to do is I like to imagine like, almost like a lapping motion with my tongue, except a little bit slower and not, you're not lapping like the entire, you know, bottom to top, just like little laps um, at the area where it seems like she's enjoying the most. And also as a guy, I know in porn, like, she'll, like, push your face into it and, like, fucking be like, yeah, don't fucking stop or whatever. But her, your partner's tells might not be as obvious, right? And that's why you need to be a little bit more in tune, um, especially since please continue to do that isn't in every girl's, like, fucking sexual commentary, you know what I mean? And then for the hands, the same thing, uh, except... You might do a little bit more of a circular pattern and I've noticed with hands that's it's actually more variability with hands than it is with the mouth Um, I've noticed that orally I pretty much do the same thing every time but partner to partner hands are completely different because a lot of girls like a specific thing like a side to side or an up-and-down only or pushing in Um, it's a lot different with hands interestingly enough plus you have multiple fingers right so trying to figure out like what your partner likes in terms of Placement. placement and the surface area it's just a little different with hands but hands and mouth are something that takes a little bit of time and takes a little bit of comfortability with your partner typically while it might be super enjoyable and to pleasure your partner with your hand or with your mouth you know the moment that you meet um, typically it's something that gets better with time you know where you can learn your partner a little bit and be like oh I I know I know she likes this or or, I know he likes this um, as opposed to just assuming that the same thing is gonna work for everyone and then if you wanted to combine them uh, using your tongue and your mouth and your hands rest in peace the first couple women I dated because my reference my point of reference was porn and you see someone getting eaten out on porn and it's fucking you're fucking burying your face in that shit and fucking you know two or three fingers and you are just finger banging the shit out of this person and the reality is that most of your partners won't like that and if they do it's probably something that has grown on them after a long time not something that They're just like, yeah, I want you to fucking abuse the shit out of me. And actually, that's um, probably the biggest key to being a successful oral provider as a guy is take things slow. Don't go fucking crazy and keep doing the same thing. And time and time again, you will get compliments if you follow those things, because it means you're considerate, means you know what you're doing, and it means that you've done this before. Um, so if you're combining them typically the vast majority of the time I won't ever do more than one finger in my partner as I am pleasing them with my tongue and I typically use my middle finger on my right hand with the palm facing up and then Don't just jab it in immediately. Like I said, the the biggest rule here after uh, talking with your partner is going slow. So especially if you're using your mouth and then using your tongue on them for a little bit, make sure your hand is well lubricated first or your, your finger is well lubricated and kind of like trace around while you're still pleasing them with your tongue. And then slowly start to insert, and what you're looking for is no sudden movements, right? You, you want all of this to be almost so seamless. That way she's like, shit, I didn't even, I don't even remember when you, like, fucking started doing this shit. It just was part of it all, right? And then typically I won't even put my finger all the way in. I will only put in, you know, your finger's divided into, like, three little segments, let's say. I only put in, like, the first two-thirds of my finger. And then I just let it kind of sit there. Your your goal isn't to fucking go crazy. Your goal isn't to, you know, finger the shit out of them. Just let it sit there. Relax. And then as she's becoming more comfortable with your finger in there, and as you're continuing to stimulate her with your tongue, slowly start to move it a little bit. You know, just wiggle it a little bit. Make little circles. Just little tiny, tiny circles. Move it just a little bit. And then... The most I'll probably ever do with my finger is a really gentle, like, come-here motion. And that motion there, just repeated with your tongue at the same time, is pretty much all, you know, the basics that you will need.
1: Yeah, and oftentimes, whether or not they orgasmed or climax doesn't really reflect on how good it was and that's something to keep in mind like it doesn't mean that you were terrible at it and that's like a great reason to talk to them afterwards a lot of times whether or not somebody comes has a lot to do on just their comfort level and their experience and whether or not they have even learned how to come from somebody else stimulating them. So if somebody has always orgasmed by using their own fingers, it's gonna be hard to come from using a toy or from somebody else stimulating them. It doesn't really reflect on whether or not it feels good or your skill level or anything like that. It really just reflects on their experience and their comfort level. And it just takes time and practice and continuing to engage with that partner.
0: Also, another thing to think about talking about like a porn misnomers is that unless you're planning on 30 seconds to a minute of oral stimulation on your partner, get into a position that's sustainable for you. Many times, if you're in it for the long haul and and if the mutual vibe of the room seems like I'm going to make you climax with my mouth, get into a comfy, comfy position. Don't be holding her legs up. Don't be fucking... Twisted and shit, get into a position where you could think to yourself, can I sit here for 45 minutes? <laughs> if not, maybe move or maybe postpone it to a different time. And the reason I mentioned it might be worth postponing if you're not comfortable is because she's going to be able to notice a couple minutes in. Your neck might start shaking or you might start, you know, trying to readjust or whatever. And while that might not sound like a big deal, what it's going to do is it, it's going to ruin the mood because she's going to be like, why is he adjusting so much? Why is he moving? And then she might just feel like she's being a bother or like you just need, you know, like, shit, why isn't he just readjusting or whatever? Basically, any thought in her mind that's going to distract her from that enjoyment process could potentially get in the way of a climax.
1: Alright you guys, that does it for this episode and this week of sugar pussy. I hope you learned something or at least enjoyed listening to me talk about vulvas and talk about pussies. And I hope that you guys we'll try something new or be more excited or try practicing your dirty talk or any of the tips that you learned from this episode and if you know somebody who really needs these tips or if you know somebody who would enjoy listening to this episode you should totally send it to them and share it with them because we can all learn something new every single day and learning about sex is fun right all right anyway you guys thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode as always you should be following the podcast on instagram and on twitter on both the handle is at sugarpusspod go ahead and give me a follow my instagram handle is at it's and my twitter handle is at it's underscore ellie ray just look up it's ellie ray you're gonna find me anywhere and as always subscribe listen every single week And Apple listeners, I'm looking at you. I would love a rate and review. I also have a new feedback form. If you click the link in bio on my Instagram or my Twitter, you guys can find that. And also, you guys can learn a little bit about Ellie Ray Coaching. I am starting up a love coaching, sex coaching business. And it's crazy. It's exciting. It's fun. I'm taking classes currently, so my prices are super cheap since I don't have my full certs yet. If you're curious about that or you know somebody who'd be curious about that, go check it out. That's going to be my whole plug for that dealio. And I will talk to you guys next week for a new episode of Sugar Pussy. Thank you so, so much. Mwah.